Hi, Izzy. Hi, Molly. Um, so I can't believe we're actually doing this. Finally. Finally. Um, We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, I know. And we're getting ourselves organized for real. Feels like for real this time. This is how to deal and be real. And be real. A guide for the new modern girl. Um, so we met a little bit about us. We met through a mutual friend who we both love and adore and it was just like so natural and we connected on important stuff and not so important stuff (laughs) right away right um and it's like I don't even know how the podcast concept came about but it came about right away we just met and knew we were going to be good friends and before the end of that first night said we need to do this together Um, so a little bit about us. I, um, Izzy, Isabel, whatever. Isabel, yeah. Um, I'm a teacher. I sort of became a teacher because I'm just a curious person. I was studying psychology in college. Um, not wanting to be a psychologist, but just being a curious person. When I was in school, I decided I wanted to study something that I was interested in and not necessarily something that was going to make me money. Hoping, Which is fine. Hoping that my interest would help make me money and still working on it. We're still working. <laughs> but we're getting there. Yeah. But I it's all good. wanted to be true to myself and I'm happy that I did that. And I Praise. think that says a lot about me as a human being. I am not money driven. I am curiosity and interest driven because I think if that's what I stick to, then hopefully I will be happiest in life. And so far that is kind of proving to be, proving to be it true. It is. It is for sure. Um, Molly, how did you get to where you are in life? So, um, I am similar in that I'm crazy curious. Um, sometimes, like, too curious, I think. It's like <laughs> a blessing and a curse. Um, more, mostly a blessing, for sure. But, um, I, growing up, I was interested in, like, everything from, like, theater to golf to cooking, painting, art. I mean, I just had so many interests and I think that paired with my curiosity and also exposed me to a lot of different types of people. Yes. And being around a lot of, I I really valued that even as a teenager and now it's like the biggest and most important thing in my life is just being around all sorts of different types of people because I think that is the number one catalyst for growth and empathy and all that good stuff. I think it just makes us empathetic. I think that was one of the big words that we originally talked about. It's like we're just, our curiosity has driven us to want to understand people and to get to know them and get to know their perspective. And I think that just brings you so much more understanding in life. Yes. I think that that's something you and I both value so much that once we realize that. Yes. I mean, like, of course we need to do a podcast about it. Of course. Like, what what other choice did we have in life? Yeah, exactly. Um, So, and just bother people with our ideas and concepts (laughs) and um, absurd situations. I think it'll be helpful. We both... We both have jobs, or I guess not even... Yeah, so what do you... call it a job. What is your job? I teach fifth grade, um, but 
the reason I'm more into teaching isn't just to like make people smarter, but because I want to be a positive influence in children's lives. I want to, I mean, like hopefully make them smarter, but I want to help people know how to be good people. I want children to. That is what we bonded over. I think you saying that. I want to be a positive influence for people who don't have those positive influences. And I want to show people and children, hopefully, the what good can come from being a positive person and always trying to find the bright side of things and not playing that woe is me card, but always finding that silver lining. I think that's yes. such an important skill to learn in life. I think that's something yep. that I really value. And I don't like to toot my own horn, but like that is one thing I think I do right in life is like I really try to find the silver lining to every scenario. And yeah. like, why wouldn't I want to teach that to children? I think that Correct. is the best possible skill you can have in life. And it so is. I just want to be that positive sunshine. ray of sunshine for kids, but also like teach just... them how to be happy in life. Like life doesn't have to suck. Well, and it also like just in its nature is not going to always go your way. So I think creating skills and tools and perspectives that allow you to bounce back and just always see things a certain way is like you said, the most valuable thing. So what I think what brought or created such a synergy with us, I hate that word. It's like (laughs) such a douchey word. We'll find another word. Yeah, but whatever. What connected us, right, was that our bond that we definitely are in pursuit of becoming we want to both be the best version that we can be of ourselves and that's sort of like I think our goal is to be a certain kind of person right we kind of have an idea of who we want to be and grow into and I think sharing that and how to get there is what we want you girls to um be exposed to from like our perspective yeah sharing our life experiences both good and bad because i am in no zero sense of the word a perfect person but i think that's i don't know that's what makes that's why i want to share my well we're honest about it right like we i've done some really not so cool things and whatever likewise we've been stupid but we are introspective enough to be able to learn, learn from, from it. And, or at least at some point learn from and it. And we are allowing ourselves to be vulnerable enough to then also share those yes. learning experiences with people. As scary as that can be because I think that's how you make real friends in life. And I think that's yeah. really how you learn to trust people. Oh, I brought in my little notes. Oh my God, Mutual so vir- vulnerability brings mutual trust. So I think in order like for people, for our listeners... To trust us, like, we're going to be vulnerable. And I think that's just, like, in life, something we'll probably end up talking about. Like, how you make friends is allowing yourself to be vulnerable. And that is really scary. But I also think that that is the most important way to, like, make connections with people and learn to understand people. And hopefully then in turn also have people understand you. Right. Well, because you have to open yourself up to really step into that and unless you do you're just unless you do that you're just have it's a it's like a facade right yeah and I think again back to us because we're 
so important. Cool. Um, not. Um, <laughs> but um, we, that vulnerability thing was the like big um, opener for us to just start talking about what we cared about, right? Like we weren't making fun of each other being like kind of like dorky. Dweebs. Yeah, like Can casual. Yeah, dorks. But um, but we are and we own it. We own it for sure. Which is a big part of my story. I feel like in high school, I was way focused on being cool and popular, and that fogged a lot of who, how I connected with people. And I learned that the hard way, but I definitely learned that. And I think it's important to recognize that um, friendships and people that come into your life they come into your life for a reason and to be I'm just staring at your socks okay I just have to say I'm gonna give you guys a visual right now she walked into my studio with her dog Bebo dressed up as Santa dressed up as Santa Halloween just ended but we're already moving on to Christmas it's fine we're borderline really obsessed with Christmas but um, she's wearing purple knee socks over leggings. They're ski socks. They're ski socks. Um, but I was hiking in the woods and wanted to protect myself from ticks. Which was not very successful. Because I found one in that's my okay. pants. That's okay. In her pants. <laughs> we won't get into the details. But um, yeah, anyway, that's it's a beautiful And outfit. I'm just like owning my Miss Frizzleness. I also teach science and my students sometimes tell me I am Miss Frizzle because I have oh. huge hair. Wait, Miss Frizzle from... Oh, yeah, the Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus. Because I am the weirdo of all weirdos of science teachers. I am the teacher I was always embarrassed of, but I fully own it. And I right now, I love kind of embarrassing Uh, my students and like that I'm the embarrassing parent way. That's amazing. I own it. I think in high school, I would not have owned it. Actually, I didn't own it. Yeah. I I didn't either. I mean, I thought I was owning it though. That's the thing that so pisses me off. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. But I definitely thought I was the shit. I thought Sorry. I was being so real. So real. Um, no, but I was totally quelling like the true weirdness in me. Mm-hmm. And I actually told my students the other day, I don't know if this is really like a productive teacher moment, I said, let your freak flag fly. And they're like, what? And I was like, Excuse yeah, me? I'm the weird one in my family. I'm like, I own it. I used they to s- not. Yeah. Um, they responded like that, or you? Oh no, no, I said that. Okay. <laughs> no, but then did they? Were they like? Because they, they they started connecting. I said, yeah. you know, my sister was really studious, and I was studious, but I wasn't the best student, and that's okay. Like I didn't get good grades, but I owned my role in my family. Not that everyone has one defined role, but my students were saying, like, yeah, my brother's really athletic and my sister's really smart and I was like but you play an important role too Mm. and my role in my family was like the free spirit that was me a little bit of the weirdo I'm definitely the weirdo 100% actually I think everyone's weird in their own way but like I and you have to learn how to embrace that I didn't have a defined role and I think now I'm glad that I didn't let that define me and I definitely heard my students and saying my sister's the smart one. My brother's the athletic one. They're looking for their defined role. And I told them, I yeah. really tried to get them to you don't, you don't need a defined role. Actually, you shouldn't want to have one. Like, don't, well, like, I think don't put yourself in a box. 100%. And I definitely did not. That's the one thing that I will say. I, I do not like to be labeled. I never have. And I still, to this day, like, cringe and run if I feel like I'm being labeled or boxed in. It, like 
it's it's manifested into many ways, which you all will definitely <laughs> hear about. But I would say in high school, that's why I was doing theater projects on the side, and I decided to pick up golf and quit lacrosse because lacrosse was the cool sport, and I was sick of sort of being categorized as this certain type of girl. So I quit and picked up a sport that no one played. And so I think I was trying to figure my figure out what that looked like for me. Yeah, find your own way. Yeah, for sure. And it's just, I think being open to developing or coming into your own person, however that looks, whether that looks like a crazy nerd or head of the coding club or like the star athlete whatever that looks like just own it or all of the above or all of the above whatever and I don't think you have to like you said you don't have to label yourself but I do think it's empowering to know who you are yeah and I think that's also just inherent in who we are as people like here we were saying we don't like labels but we're also like we're dorks we're dweebs like we do constantly yeah label ourselves and I think it's just like inherent in society but I think it's also just accept it like it's more about recognizing who you are and what you care about like I like I like to say that I'm dorky because I really appreciate my studious side I like yeah so do I I've become yeah I I like learning and if that means I'm a dork I like to learn then fine I own that yeah I like to say I'm athletic but I have no athletic ability but that doesn't matter just because like I have zero hand-eye coordination doesn't really? mean I can't zero. Now I know how to zero. Throw really? throw a ball in my face oh and my see God. what happens. Okay. I'm not good. I won't catch it. <laughs> um but I can still say that I'm athletic because I do still have fun trying to do athletic you things. You play volleyball. <laughs> well. No. Well. well, you're on a team. So But that's... I mean just like finding what labels I mean you really Well, I think a label with. label is an interesting word because I say label as I don't want someone to label me themselves like yeah. I can do it yeah and I'll call I'll sort of make my own whatever yeah I'll paint my own absolutely picture, right but don't I think somebody paint you into a box yeah I think yeah I don't want to tell you who don't you are that. Molly you tell them who you are yeah girl so (laughs) yeah girl that's why Waverly came about though right yeah this is like the first our first conversation all over again it is it is so yeah tell tell us more about Waverly I mean I sort of know I'm getting involved but like that is what I sucked you in hard this is what I admire not admire most about you but learning about Waverly was what drew me to you as a person because like what What an inspirational thing to have somebody our age not just have, like, gone into any random career, but, like, you really started something based on what you believed in, and that's so difficult to do, and that's, you had to have been, put yourself in such a vulnerable position, and I so, so respect and admire that. Mm -hmm. I can't even begin to put it into words, and that's how I really immediately knew that there was something more to this because like you care so passionately that that's you made it your career well thank you for all of that I would have to say I mean um so Waverly is is um uh an organization slash business that curates different experiences for girls 
connects them to people being mentors and those mentors share their stories and give girls opportunities to interact with whatever profession they're doing so they can learn sort of on the job quote unquote like what it's like in the day of the life a day in the life of and um so Waverly's also created a curriculum and all of this cool stuff that gives you an opportunity to figure out what you connect with right because like as we're talking about labels and this and that I think um the the bottom line is and this is what I really think connected with you I mean among everything else that um I think being open to um to doing something for other people yeah for in the service of others I think I lived, I worked in corporate for a while and, um, I had like my dream job in fashion and I was on my way to becoming, uh, potentially a designer. And I thought that's what I wanted to do. But my, in that process, meeting people, connecting with people, I learned about, I learned more about myself. <laughs> hey girl. Um, and realized that I wanted to do something for others versus fulfilling something for me I think I would I don't know if that makes any sense for you 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 would be more fulfilled by doing something for others correct versus like creating my own dream which was like becoming a fashion designer it wasn't fulfilling it wasn't fulfilling for me and it's I think everybody's future and job and purpose is different right and I kind of realized that I that that was the case, that everyone has a purpose. Whether it was being, a, for some people, my sister is a designer, right? That's her purpose for now. And also, that can you, change. you thought that that was your purpose until you were there and had realized, more exposure to it exactly. and realized it wasn't for you. Correct. So I think like, what a smart thing to do to begin this company where you are exposing these girls to that at a much younger age. So you can so make that decision. rather than going into yeah. life like I worked at a fashion website for a few months and then I worked in financial recruiting which was a terrible idea for me mm-hmm. but that exposure taught me what I didn't want to do with yes you exposing to girls this at a much younger age and exposing them to what life is like and the different opportunities that are out there like you're doing such a good service I wish I had that before I went to college or even I don't know in college it's wild how that doesn't really happen like you're expected to totally. know what you want to do with your life and you're basically without having any exposure like, to yeah. real life. Right. So you're exposing girls to these real life jobs and what it's really like and just helping broaden their ideas and broaden their mindset and maybe it shows them what they don't want to do and that's fine and maybe it shows them what they might yeah. want to do and that's fine but like either way you need exposure, exposure. to life to right. know what you want to do with your life. Totally. And so the fact that you realized that and not only said okay well what am I going to do to change up for myself but you are now changing that for the next generation is like the coolest um, most badass bitch thing you're so nice you're very much and sorry I say that that's okay that is just a term that I use all the time I will actually instead just refer to you as a bab a bab a bab (laughs) I'll take it um I I think that like just courage and feeling like you can do, I mean, I, again, like people definitely saw me in a certain light, I think in college and post-college and I chose to sort of shove that 
like in the corner, yeah, so to speak, and be like, no, 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 actually, I've kind of come to um, this place where I like I want to do something totally different. And I think no matter what, which is I think one of the things we want to focus on here in how to handle um, or how to deal and be real. Um, how to deal because dealing is part of life yeah. and how do you be how how can you be real when you're dealing with like shit and, like, be with, true to yourself and right. be real with your friends and your family and just all around how to get through life and be true to yourself while doing it correct and and like true to your who, who you were made to be yeah right because like I think you have like crazy untapped potential I have crazy untapped potential you girls listening have crazy untapped potential. The the and just like figuring out how to find that and that space and the the people and all of that to to cultivate those um, those situations for yourself is the key, right? Yeah, and I think like we I think in sharing our big defining moments getting there will hopefully bring some clarity to yeah other people for and sure. even if not. It is still bringing us clarity, which Correct. is wildly important in life. Like, this is, yes, about helping guide other people, but so much of this is also, like, we both know that we only learn how to be empathetic, better human beings mm-hmm. by listening to other people's experiences and by talking out our own experiences and being yep. vulnerable. That word is just going to keep coming up with me because I so deeply believe in it. I do, too. Um, and so this is not only about wanting to help others by sharing our life experiences, but, like, to help both of us grow yeah in the meantime so i think what we need to talk about next or next time are is you know understanding our friendships and relationships that we had but also like our defining moments in life yeah i think in talking about this i want to talk when was it that i realized i was doing one thing but then i had these aha moments of wait this isn't what I was meant to do with my life. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, that's hugely important. And not everyone has just a one aha moment. No, I didn't. And I didn't think I did at the time, but now looking back, I think I see where those big pivotal moments were. Yeah, for sure. Um, And not that I even know what I want to do because I still talk about coming back to grad school and doing something else. But my life experiences are driving where I go in my life and it's not it's not just about okay how am I going to make the most amount of money when you're building right you start to recognize that you're just building exactly I'm growing myself as a person and totally and who's not professionally personally all of it and I think girls too like y'all are building and that's such a key thing to recognize like it's nothing is the end of the world I mean very little oh, things. Oh, so many things you know, feel like it. They, they do. do, but it's not. So many times I thought, like, my life just ended. Totally. This is it. Yeah. Everything sucks, but it doesn't. No. You you come out, and I think learning how to, to celebrate, like we said, um, as cheesy as that sounds, but it's not. And as you get older, you start to value those celebratory moments and you kind of make decisions that take you down paths that create more celebratory moments. You yeah. start to get what great gain wisdom. So I think 
sharing, as we share our defining moments, it will allow you all to recognize what's happening right now in your own life, where those defining moments, they could be taking place. They could be just like giving you those benchmarks. Um, I think those, helpful. those crappy moments are a lot of the really defining ones. They make you realize, okay, yeah. maybe you're not in a good space. So how, where do you go from there? For how sure. do you deal with that? Yep. Um, and then how do you find the positive in it to help shape you? I kind of think I'm looking at a jar of gold glitter. Instead of saying a silver lining, I want to say a sparkly gold lining. Oh, I like that. Are you looking at that? leaking jar over there because it's leaking everywhere and oh, I don't know well, what to do with it that means it's just it is leaking positivity just like we are ah it's so gross <laughs> if you guys could see the floor where we're in the Waverly studio right now and it's so filthy it's embarrassing that's okay well so are and we that's she why brought her fiance here that's why I have my sneakers on because yeah. I also am so filthy I don't want to subject I haven't showered I, I haven't washed my hair in like three days I washed my hair for the first time in a week yesterday. Well, yeah, that's definitely me. <laughs> There's life, ladies. Sorry, Conditioning there... my hair. Yeah, I learned never. to be gross <laughs> for the sake of keeping my hair healthy. Life yep. lessons from Isabel. Exactly. Don't wash your hair. Yeah, don't learn from me. Trust. <laughs> You'll be single at 31 like me. No. Ah, okay. On, On that, that note, <laughs> <laughs> I just mentioned Isabel is engaged, by the way, so... A big little congrats because she just got engaged. Actually, we decided to do the podcast um, like a couple months ago and she got engaged like a month later or a couple weeks later. And I was like, oh, this is never happening. No. She's going to fly off in her little fairy dress. And I did for a little bit. But um, we're so happy for you. And her ring is Gorgina. So you guys can't see it, it, unfortunately, but it's really, really, really pretty. I just like want to eat it. The size that would not head. be productive. No, but, like I just Don't want it to that. be a part of me. It's it's very much a part of you. I hope so. Keep it that way. But anyways, anyway, so we this is a priority because I started thinking, okay, wedding. Actually, I was thinking wedding planning is gonna be really overwhelming. I don't know if I have time for this, but I realized. I have made a point in really prioritizing important people in my lives and important things, and I think this is so wildly important. I am so glad that this is not being put on the back burner. Um, I. This is something that's going to like bring me joy in life. Working with you and getting to see you all the time brings me joy in life. And I think we've both learned that you have to fill your life with positive things. And like what a more positive thing than this. So So agreed. And should we talk about real friends first or like defining moments that brought us to real friends? I think it'll just all sort of We'll let let's you know. Just, let's, let's mush it together. Yeah, we'll mush. We're going to figure this out. It might be a mush, but, you know, we... I think there's so many things we're talking about. Relationships. Yeah. And relationships our overall, really define everything that happens yeah, they in do. your life, I think. They do. And this... We're going to do um, probably, like, five or six. We're not going to be... We're not the greatest committal. I'm a little non-committal person. So am I. So that's, that's perfect. Good. So we're not going to give you the exact... Uh, timeline here, but this we're gonna is do an like organic, it's natural organic. flow. Yeah, but and... we're gonna focus on relationships for the first like five or six. Yeah, and how relationships affect and have affected us, um, which we hope will really inspire and motivate. And you in all. that, we want to, I think, create a relationship with all of you. For sure. And, you know, we want this not just to be like us as friends but like all of us are friends and we want to be a sounding board 
yes. for what questions you all have. I mean, as if we have the answers to life. But um, I feel don't. like we can speak from experience. We've had yeah. quite a lot of life experiences, as have our friends. Correct. Um, yep. And we are really good about being introspective about that. So I want and honest. To... Like we'll be, we want you guys to email us, and we'll be honest with you. Embarrassingly honest. Embarrassingly. So, but but we'll do it in a we, yeah, sugar way. We want way. to talk about relationships and friends, but also like, what what do you all? need what do you all want yeah what do you know? want to hear from how hear can about? we help you how can we be your friend oh, and be there for you yeah because we're so we just want to be there for people oh my god and for each other <laughs> we're so cheesy it's gonna be lovely but we're we haven't come up with an email yet no so we can't tell you that part but we'll figure it out and we'll, we'll figure it out but next time we'll have an email yeah maybe we'll even uh, clip it to the end of this one. oh we Who could knows? do that live on the wild side oh my god <laughs> so sorry if it sounds different but sorry you know putting this together piece like by piece. we said piece by piece this is this is our first rodeo here all right so all right well we'll this is it this is it toodaloo we'll, toodaloo peace later. out bye